0: Well, today we have the great joy of celebrating the Memorial of St. Therese. And I think our lectionary selection, especially our gospel, is very appropriate for this memorial. St. Therese, uh, as probably most of us know, was a, a French Carmelite nun who entered the convent at a very young age, and she, she lived a, a, a very intensely holy life in the short span of years that she had on earth. And she died quite young. Actually, I don't recall. Maybe it was in her 20s. At the latest, it would have been early 30s, but I think she might have even died in her 20s. But for the short span of years that she was on the earth, she lived a very intensely holy life. And from her youngest days, she she was a person of prayer. And in her autobiography, which is a spiritual classic, it's called A Story of a Soul. Highly recommend it. In her autobiography, she speaks about how even as young as three or four years old, she, w- she would go into a corner and find some kind of place where she could pray and talk to God. And at the time when she was three or four, she didn't think of it as praying. She thought of it as thinking. So people, when they found her, they'd ask her, what are you doing? And she says, I'm thinking. What are you, what are you thinking about? I'm thinking about God. So she was a contemplative from her earliest uh, years. And... Um, some children, you know, your average child reaches the age of moral accountability, the age of reason, around six or seven, but it's, that's not a fixed rule. Some some people reach the age of reason much earlier, as earlier as three, and uh, that was the case in Therese's situation. And when she was younger, she would hear stories. Um, you know, kids today, they play, when they do make-believe, they play whatever, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or... Power Rangers, I'm probably dating myself. Anyways, that's what, you know, I don't know what the kids exactly today are playing, but they, they see some kind of action figure, or whatever it is, and they play out that role. Well, in her day, she played, uh, missionaries and martyrs. That's what, what she liked to play. Because her, her, uh, father would read to her stories about martyrs and missionaries and saints, and so she, and her sisters, uh, would play act out, uh, uh, being martyrs. and So from her youngest uh, days, she wanted to be a missionary, and her other sisters joined the convent, uh, and so she decided to join the convent, but it, it was sort of like there was a frustration in her because she wanted to be some great missionary, like St. Francis Xavier or something. And uh, she realized, though, in the course of her life of prayer and spiritual growth in the monastery, that her role in the body of Christ uh, was just as or more important than that of a missionary. And we see in our gospel uh, today, Jesus saying that the harvest is abundant, the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Now that really holds the key to what we see in the life of St. Therese. Oftentimes we see the priest, or we see the bishop, or we see the pope, um, and, or we see a missionary or whatever, and they're, they're, because they're a public figure, they're noticed. But what we don't see are the people's, people who are asking the master to send out the laborers for his harvest. And that's what St. Therese's life is all about. She prayed for priests and for missionaries and without and the Carmelites in general are dedicated to that and i know we have a mount we have a carmelite monastery uh in rochester and i am personally convinced i i would probably assume this anyways just from the truths of our faith but i am personally convinced from my own experience that that convent is responsible for so many positive things uh that have taken place in our diocese and these ladies, like maybe most people in the diocese, don't even know we have a Mount Carmel in Rochester, let alone who are these ladies. We don't know any of them. But their entire life is a sacrifice to God for the sake of priests. And it's really, in a certain sense, they play the more important role than the priests. Again, the priests are very visible. Uh, they're seen. But the unseen is the foundation, and it's more important and so us, uh, t- for us today, let's pray. Let's pray for the Master to send out harvests, uh, to send out laborers into the harvest, because the laborers are few today. They are very few, but they've always been few. So we need to pray uh, that God raises up vocations to the priesthood and Catholic school teachers, catechists, missionaries, anybody who is directly involved in the promulgation of the gospel. It's very important. And let's pray, though, as well, for those unseen missionaries who support the visible missionaries. Let's pray for the Carmelites uh, through the prayers of St. Therese. And uh, let's remember them and the unbelievable good, maybe the more important part that they've played in the role uh, of the Church throughout the past few hundred years. Um, And and thereby we will honor St. Therese.